Hey everyone, it's episode number four of The Teal, a Kansas City current podcast. I'm Cindy Lara, and with me, as usual, is Jenna Miller, my pal, my friend, super fan, um, <laughs> teacher of the year. How are you, Jenna? <laughs> I'm good. Uh, with most accurate of those, but yes, no, that's <laughs> good. Um, yeah, we're doing well. Not teacher of the year. Um, well, no, you got to answer. On, well, <laughs> depends on which student you ask, probably. But <laughs> oh, we're doing, we're doing great. We're doing. All right. Um, I'm doing good. I've been a little busy with life and soccer coaching. I coach a U nine soccer team, and they keep me busy, and um, it's a lot of fun. Um. They did really good at practice today, though. They We played, like, they had to make one pass before they scored a goal, which I'm trying to get them to understand the concept of actually passing to your teammate and not, like, taking the ball away from your teammate, which is a fun concept to teach eight- and nine-year-olds. Um, most of my kids are eight, though, so. Um, it's good. Um, yeah, had some little sad news from back home. Um, one of my cousins... Um, passed away he I mean he he was he got COVID I think two years ago and he just never fully recovered so um and we were closer as kids because you know you grow up and you move on with life and you catch up once in a while so we weren't like fully in each other's lives but still it's like most of my memories from him are of him are like childhood life and stuff so yeah, kind of dealing with those little sad news this week. Um, so, but other than, yeah, good otherwise. Just, yeah. No, life sorry. is not fun sometimes. No, I'm like, is this life? Like, the older we get, we just um, deal with more hard life stuff. I mean, we're not that old yet, but. I know. You know. But- <laughs> I know, but it just feels like there's been a lot of, like, people I know with, like, health issues and mm-hmm. a lot. I think the most common one right now is um, a lot of us are losing grandparents. Yeah. Um, and that's hard because you're like, oh, I've been there. Yeah. So, yeah. Life, man. Life. Yes. There are heavy times. There are, there are some heavy times. But, um, yeah, so this isn't obviously a life podcast. We could talk about life, but this is a soccer podcast and specifically about the Kansas City Current. And Jenna, last we recorded last Monday, and this was like this two was days like forever ago. <laughs> I know. I know. It does. A lot has happened since then. Mm-hmm. In those eight days, nine days? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So big news last week um, out of Kansas City is the big news that came into our inboxes and all that was um, Kansas City current and head coach Matt Potter parted ways. So basically just the Kansas City current 
dismissed Potter as the head coach of the current. Um, yeah, so that's pretty recent. Yep. Yep, and it happened like hours before the current faced the Houston Dash in the first game of the Challenge Cup. So we we can talk about that. Um, And there was also a press conference on Friday, which I attended. And so we got to learn more about it. There was a lot of speculation as to why Potter was let go. The initial... I need to find it real quick. But the initial... Oh my goodness, I need to find it. It's right here. Why can't I find it real quick? It should be in my inbox. Why is it not in my inbox? (laughs) Anyway, so around, what was it? Like, I think it was Wednesday afternoon. When? Or when? Yeah. Soon that it came through because I was still Uh in school. Oh, yeah. It was Wednesday afternoon. So I got the I mean, email came, but then also one of the writers for um, the Kansas City um, Soccer Journal, which I I am a part of, immediately like sent out a huge like on Slack was like Potter's out. And I'm like, what? What? And so and then there was a press release that the Kansas City Current announced that the club has parted ways with head coach Matt Potter related to issues around his his leadership and employment responsibilities assisting coach carolyn oh my goodness jenna help me out with this last way bloom okay okay yeah something like that we don't quite have the correct swedish sounds and so in my Mm -hmm. research that is as close as okay well we're gonna need to practice way bloom yeah way bloom am i close you know for my Swedish background, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'm Swedish-Mexican. Um, <laughs> definitely. But then that was announced that she will serve as the interim, the head coach, effective immediately. So in the press release, press release, general manager Camille Ashton said, we watch the play on the pitch, we keep a pulse on the locker room, and we are constantly evaluating ways to improve our club. Through our ongoing process of continuous improvement, we believe now is the right time for this change. Interesting timing, right before the Challenge Cup first game. Um, Potter was, yeah. Potter was obviously named head coach in January 2022. And then last season, he led Kansas City to a fifth place regular season, fifth place regular season finish. With a 10-6-6 record and then made it to the NWSL championship. And so, yeah, not, I mean, at that point, the current are 0-3. They've lost their first three games. They have a a list of injured players, which a lot of them are your very key players. And just things are not going well for the current. We've been there before also, though. We've, we've, we've seen the current start off poorly for a season, but... Um, yeah, so we're going to talk about the press conference more, but, but Jenna, in, initial reactions of what's your reaction of hearing these news? Yeah, um, 
I mean, yeah, I knew the season was not off to a great, but I was still really surprised when I saw that, um, that we were, well, Potter was out. That was not something I expected that Casey soccer struggling right now. And I think Casey community expected a coach to go, but I don't expected it to be the Kansas city current coach. Um, Mm -hmm. so that was, that was kind of shocking, especially when you are early hours before game time on the road and the coach that you let go on the road mm-hmm. just a little bit like whoa what happened what are we doing mm-hmm. um and so yeah that is up there in bizarre nwsl things as far as my like <laughs> recognition goes um overall i'd say i'm not really sad about him going uh, especially when they beat Houston, um, which I had lost faith, admittedly, and thought a tie was the best we could get out of that. Um, but we won. And so when you see that turnaround that quickly from the team, and then that followed up with the Orlando Pride win, um, it seems like something was going wrong. The club was justified in doing what they did because it's made a big difference already. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I do like, I do just have more uneasy feeling with it though, with the Kansas city current management and handling because they sent that press release hours before there was no press conference before the game. And so then way bloom Labonta and Kaiser we're left to kind of talk to the media and you know, they hadn't had like, there wasn't them in anything or really even let them process anything. Um, Cause it was go time. And so that just felt a little. And then when you couple that with everything that's happened with Micaiah Minnis, and we don't really know a lot there. Um, that at some point there will be more to, to hear from that, but. When you couple it with that and the suddenness of the Williams trade, and that leaves questions with how the general manager, Camille Ashton, is overseeing a lot of these yeah. things, just in how happening. Um, which, yeah, you want to keep a pulse on things and respond right away. But, like, are we doing all the things to make sure that everyone's getting taken care of and not leaving people out to dry? Um, or to answer questions that they don't have the answer to. So um, they did try to answer some questions in that press conference, um, which it answered some, but it left more, I think, a little bit. Um, There were assurances from the NWSL, NWSL Players Association that they were fully, they were given all the details on why Potter was let go, and they there's no reason for an investigation. Okay. That's mm-hmm. good. Given everything that we've been through, that there's no need for an investigation. It still just leaves like a weird feeling in the timing. Um, and then I don't have the exact quote, but somebody asked about if this was in relation to the Micaiah Minnis situation. Um, and Ashton's response to the and they apologized for her experience, but there wasn't any responsibility taken. Um, and they 
they weren't aware of any CBA violations, which um, is kind of interesting because other people have found violations just in their knowledge of um, and that they treat players equally, which if what's coming from um, the Minnesota situation is true, I hope our players are treated better and given more communication as they're coming into camp and those things. So mm-hmm. that part just still leaves me with general uneasiness for our front office. But um, I think there's reason for all of the media questions to keep pressure on the front office to respond and um, do as best as they can. So that side, still question marks. On the field, seems like they made the right move. So mm-hmm. or from there. Your thoughts? Um, yeah, I think, I think an 0-3 start for sure was something, I, I do think, I mean, the expectations, I think that this goal, at this point, there was higher expectations for Potter. Yes. And he quite had not met them. It was 0-3. And, you know, you, they make headlines and news and with like all the big time signings they had and so if if this is results based and you look at the record and you look at you know Potter just really wasn't he didn't meet that he he was already not off to a good start and it's not I mean I think for us it'd be like well they started off like this last year but um, it's not last year anymore this team is I think they're 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 expected to perform better. Like you can't just expect to start zero and three and then scrap by for the rest of the season. Like I think this they have invested a lot in this club to be successful, and it clearly wasn't showing on the pitch. And and you know just what a difference it made from from his firing of just you know the team just it's like he complete turnaround and even like on Wednesdays like well they played the dash and they kind of weren't playing full string but then you watch Sunday's game and you're like oh all right so and and the player like Labonte said that you know there were no problems with the players there was like the players were just as surprised as everybody to learn of these things but um just something wasn't quite working with Potter anymore um and so which the results on the field showed as well. But um, so I, I'm not surprised if it is results based. I'm not surprised if it has to do with anything that we quite don't know because of what's going on or anything investigations. And they said that there is no violations at all, including anything regarding the CBA or, or players or any of that sort. If that's true, then okay, fine. Um, but yeah, maybe it's just one of those things is like, perhaps the story is actually going to keep developing or this is just one of those things that this is how it ends. He wasn't doing well there. He was, um, he frustrated management, um, and they felt like they needed to act and move on and, and take on, you know, if this was in the player's best interest and then keep them on playing well, then, all right, let Potter go. Um, Ashton said that 
there was just breakdown and disconnect in the leadership communication, ultimately just trust with the staff. So it seemed like maybe the more of the beef is Potter and the staff and management or whatever, all that stuff that doesn't involve players, which, you know, happens in sports a lot. Um, so based on that, I'm not surprised, but I agree with you. I think, I think the conference didn't really, it left some questions and Ashton did say that they're just certain things they cannot respectfully share. Um, but that they wanted to be transparent about what they could share. And so they shared that the O and three was the reason the breakdown and disconnect. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, it, it's, it's, if it is purely just, and maybe like Ashton too, they're legally bound by what they can't share. There's just some things legally they probably just can't say at this point. Um, but it did leave plenty of questions. So, um, yeah. So not surprised based on the results. And um, that's important because that that can do a lot mentally to like players. You're only three and you're like, oh. And also like what in the world happened that you have so many players on the injury list? That's also what I want to know. I'm like, that's just, that's a training issue right there. Like to have that many injuries, that's got to be like a training issue. Um so an entire starting lineup on the injury yeah. list. <laughs> right. There's something wrong. Exactly. So, you know, I I think when Potter was hired last year, I was like, oh, I don't know this guy. He just but you know, whatever. He did well for 2022 and maybe just pressure just mounted more because there were higher expectations for this year and just wasn't quite keeping up and so um yeah so now they're yeah so potter's gone the potter era is over and now the current are on their third head coach which right now they're sticking to um carolyn (laughs) um yep (laughs) yep and so they said that there's right now there's no set timeline for a pe- permanent head coach hire. So it looks like they're going to stick with, with Carolyn. Um, and it, it's going to be quite, quite um, with, with the Bay area getting a team. I'm like, who do you hire at this point? <laughs> you know, that is true. That is true. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so that was a big, the big thing and and um the current are undefeated since potter was let go so mm-hmm. you know want the challenge cup game and then won this past sunday at home against orlando <laughs> yes <laughs> that's where we were yes orlando which orlando's bad they well yeah they're not doing great but we uh until a couple days ago were not much better so that's true um also big that i think we need to kind of talk a little bit about is cassie miller has seems to have taken over the starting goalkeeper spot and i thought it was just like for the challenge cup but then she started on sunday so jenna it do you based on what we've seen do you think miller has taken over the number one spot over french uh that also came as a surprise um, I 
it had been mentioned in like those first three games that, I mean, AD was doing fine, um, but maybe she was a little bit off of whatever, uh, what her form was last year, which her form last year was lights out. So, you know, um, it can happen. I, d I don't know. I don't know if she, um, she's been called out for national, um, for the national camp. Um, and so I don't know if that has impacted her performance of just being in and out or if they're trying to look ahead to when she'll likely be out. It's interesting, but um, Cassie Miller's done well. So there's that, uh, at least in the last scene. So, uh, so I think that's something. Um, but yeah, that was another surprise. So I don't know. That she's taken the starting spot, but I couldn't tell you who they're gonna put in goal on Sunday. So mm -hmm. I guess well, there's enough of a question mark there. Yeah, but I think I think people forget that Cassie Miller is actually a pretty good goalkeeper. She started like she was Chicago's starting goalkeeper when Alyssa Nayer went out. I think in the 2021 season. Yeah, it was 2021. Yeah. She and she was she you know, she was part of the lineup and that team made it all the way to the 2021 NWSL championship. So Cassie Miller is actually a pretty solid goalkeeper. Um yeah, for sure. And and maybe knowing that French may be going to Australia with the national team, I think given her those minutes and she's going to be your starting goalkeeper whenever there is games and the national team is out and France is with the national team. So could be that. Or it could be that they needed to change because French looks off to me a little bit. She doesn't seem 2022 80 French. Yeah. Like even her. Yeah. Her distribution is a little off, too. I don't know. I don't know. Obviously, love Fran. She's a Kansas great from Salina, Kansas. Yep. Yep. Um, all right. So, other Kansas City news that we learned this week is that Mallory Weber announced today that she retore her ACL in the Challenge Cup game against Houston. Like, it's devastating. She had just come back after tearing her ACL last year at the beginning of the season. Or was it? Yeah, it was last season. Yeah. I didn't even know you could do that. I didn't even know you could retear your, your ACL. It is super sad. Uh, she worked so hard all year. And a big supporter for the team. And put in so much hours of rehab and training to get to where she was. And she had a good, I don't know, I, I didn't look up how many minutes she was on the field. But she had a good at least 20 minutes on the field. And it just was, that was, that was sad. Yeah. Like, I didn't watch Wednesday's game. But I, I did see on Twitter that. There was a mention that Weber had gone out and did not look good. She immediately grabbed her knee, and mm -hmm. and then she was on the injury report for this Sunday's game, 
with a right knee injury and you're like, oh man. But today confirmed, like, yeah, sometimes they, you know, it, it's just like, come on. Yeah. So we send our best wishes to Mallory Weber and we're really sorry. And yes. it must really, really, really stink to be back there again to that whole process of getting that taken care of. Man, it just seems so unfair, honestly. It does. On top of everything else, it does. No. And it's not what she needs either. So just personal and club level, just no good. No good. Well, stuff, I mean, it seems like the injury report just grows every week. I'm like, you think it can get I mean, just for Orlando, Elizabeth Ball, she's been out since the first game. She got injured in North Carolina. Uh, Morgan Gatra. T. Am I saying it right? You said I didn't say it right. No T. There's no T. No T. At the end. Control. There you go. Um, she's been out all season. Um, Hannah Glass. She came over injured from Sweden. And is still injured, apparently. Still injured. Um, whose idea was it to sign an injured player? Camille? <laughs> I don't know, you but got, I got questions. <laughs> you got some explain. You got more explaining to do, Camille. <laughs> oh, we, we should we just get her on the podcast? We just we got a lot of questions. She she probably doesn't listen to this podcast at all. But if she does, we're in trouble. <laughs> Camille, we got questions. Camille? We want to talk to you. You got some explaining to do. <laughs> Um. Oh my gosh, they're gonna they're gonna revoke my credentials, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna ban me from the stadium. I think you're safe, Cindy. Don't worry. I know. I don't say mean things. I say nice things. Like, hey, Camille, we should have a chat. I want to know what were you thinking. Let's talk. I just um, want to ask questions. I know. I actually felt really bad for her. Um, on the press conference because I'm like, that is a big thing to address um but it's also your job it's also your job but like you're like i'm like the whole nwsl media is there everyone's got their pitchforks and <laughs> <laughs> you want answers a little bit of a sensitive bunch right now so you just gotta know and really preload it <laughs> exactly um okay Kristen hamilton hasn't seen has been out forever she hasn't played since last year. Yep. At least in a meaningful game. Uh, Claire Laboge. Well, that was a 2022 injury. Um, Alex Lorera got injured. Mm-hmm. Um, poor Sam Mewis. Can't get her back. Um, I love Sam. I know. Desiree Scott. And then Mally Weber. And Jenna Weinbrother. Like, COVID protocol. I thought COVID was over. So there's something going on because out of the mm. Houston game right with an yes. illness yes right before kickoff and one of Weber's Instagrams kind of inferred that I don't know another illness like part of there's also the knee and I couldn't really understand if Weber also had an illness or if she was just a 
uh, and then Weinbrenner's COVID protocol is like, mm, we got something happening here that we do not need right now. So everybody stop breathing on each other. Okay? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who, who's, who's getting COVID in 2022? Three. Sorry. <laughs> it's just a cold. It's so out there. That reminds me. I need to get my fourth booster shot. I have not done that. Um, Just FYI, the TO believes in science. So... Boosted are, up. Boosted up. We are supporters of science and not conspiracy theories. Um, COVID is still very real. So, I mean, I'm sure we have other conspiracy theories that we've totally jumped on the wagon of. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get your booster. I need to go do that. Apparently, it's not going to be free after May, so I need to go get it. Well, you should do that. I don't know. I think I'm up to date. I don't know. I honestly lost track. I know I at least have three. Yeah. I know, Mine's but I know that yeah, I need a fourth. There's a fourth one out there. May- maybe I'll get it on May 4th. So may the fourth COVID shot be with me. <laughs> move on. Let's move on. <laughs> Did we finish the injury list? <laughs> okay, yeah, injury list. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to start praying for that injury list, to be honest, because um, that's a lot. I'm, I'm going to start praying for that injury list. Lord, heal these women. Please Amen. get them back on the pitch. <laughs> oh my gosh, there's too many. We can't fit in. So many. Okay, gonna add them to my prayer list. Um. All right, so that's Casey News. There were other Casey News I was gonna talk about. What? Uh. Oh yeah. This. Okay, I wanted it's not on our notes, but I think it's awesome. Kansas City Current announced partnership with functional soda brand brand Olipop. <laughs> oh yeah, that's. I've never had it, but it sounds cool. Just the name Olipop. You should try it. Is it good? Yeah, I like it. Is it like is it like a Lacroix? That was uh, it has more flavor. Hmm. Um. Yeah, it has a lot more flavor. Because I don't think it's sugar-free. It just has, like, the probiotics in it. Oh. They're good. Try them out. I support. So it's like, it's a fake soda, but good for you? It's a soda, yeah. but good for you? It's a healthy soda. Oh, we need healthy sodas. No caffeine. I don't drink but... No caffeine. The other, I don't drink soda, but the other day, there was a case of root beer at my job, and I just, I just was like, oh, my gosh, I need to try this root beer. And I was like the most enjoyable root beer I've ever had in my whole entire life. <laughs> Did you get and some ice drink. cream to go with it? And I don't drink pop. No, I just wanted root beer. And it was it was so great. I was like, I'm wow. I'm so glad that you indulged. Good job. It was good. I'll probably never drink one again. But at that moment, I was like, man, this is good root beer. That's what you needed. What you needed. Um... Other NWSL news is stadium deposits for the new stadium. Do that. Yeah, do that. So, And there's some cool new photos, too, of what the stadium would look like, which is really cool. Which is awesome. Also, something that wasn't really announced, but there were 9,808 people this past Sunday. Which is impressive for a Sunday game. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe people were just expecting drama to unfold and they wanted to come like it was WWE wrestling or something. 
There were some moments. <laughs> few. Maybe it's not, it was not our worst by far, but there were no. a few. You know. It can get it can get snippy with Orlando. Yeah. The apparently uh the Dabinia Derby is what I learned. Actually I did a um a podcast for the Orlando former SB Nation site. I can't remember their names. I am so sorry if I'm totally messing up their name. But I went on a podcast that covers Orlando and they said that actually Orlando Pride actively like went for Dabinia, big money on the table, and she chose Kansas City for less. Yes. So it was a very big Brazilian. Yeah. Um, and Marta was very there. feisty. So there's that. Wait, he was feisty? Very feisty. But I mean, Marta's always feisty. Yes. Like, it was good. She's, but I love Marta. Like, my dream is to just shake her hand. <laughs> That's it. And then I will never wash it again. Yes, you will, because you hate germs. Yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, remember when we went to New York City as COVID was starting, and I thought we were happy. I thought we had COVID. I'm like, we're we have this stupid thing. We're gonna go back, and we're gonna be on Fox News as the first people with COVID in the Midwest. We were not. We were we not. Lived. We lived. Um. All right, so in other news, NWSL Wise is um, Amy Rodriguez is back in the NWSL as a head coach. She is the new head coach of the Utah Royals FC. Jenna, we called it here on the teal last week. Cindy will now tell your future for a dollar. Yeah, maybe 20. <laughs> <laughs> Inflation, okay. Inflation. Um, but that's cool, Jenna. I mean, um. That's cool because I I'm a big Amy Rodriguez fan, and she's a Utah legend. Like people don't realize she's a huge in Utah. I have thoroughly enjoyed all of the repo the uh, Utah Portland game where she like went after Sonnet. Oh, it was great! It has been fantastic. Loved it. <laughs> that was a great. Game. I have never seen Emily Sonnet so afraid. Um, <laughs> she was terrified. It was terrifying. <laughs> I, I mean, I would not mess with Amy Rodriguez. Nope, not at, at all. all. Mm -mm. Not at all. Uh, all right. So, NWL standings, Jenna. Why is Portland oh so my. good? Oh my gosh! I missed a dang beat, Portland. Oh, uh... Like, take a break for a second. Can you pick up some injuries? Like, what? here i don't know I, I think it's the jerseys jenna okay moving on oh well rain <laughs> two followed by the wave in number three and then gotham four fifth is the spirit dash is in sixth angel city in seventh racing louisville eighth go in ninth the courage in 10th uh, the current are unfortunately mm. in 11th and rounds it out in 12th but the current are no longer winless so hey that is true we are on our way up there you go 
Which, if you kind of look at the standings, there's, I mean, not a lot of points. It's still tight. Early, yeah. It's early. Any team could do it. I mean, if the current keep winning, they're gonna be right up there. So yes, you don't want to see Portland get too far ahead. It's already a seven point game. So yeah, why is Portland always so good? I don't understand. I don't know. (laughs) Christine Sinclair. Who knows? Maybe. Or maybe Sophia Smith. Or maybe Becky Sauerbrunn. Maybe Becky. Yeah, they have pretty good players. They Um, do. Even when they lost, you know, like Tobin Heath and Lindsay Horan, I was like, oh, this team is done. And then they got better. They only won the NWSL championship last year. Um, I did hear Vlatko was at that game. And so, you know, maybe he just saw how effective Crystal Dunn can be in the midfield. Yeah. We'll think about it. Crystal Dunn for midfield. I actually, I have a theory about the next Kansas City head coach. I might have told you. I think I told you is when we had Oh, yeah, yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. My theory okay. is that Vlatko is going to finish – his time with the U.S. national team after the World Cup. And he will be the next Kansas City current head coach. All right, let's you've, see what happens. You've heard it here first on the Teal, a Kansas City current podcast. Mm. Do I have any sources to back that up? Nope. But he does live in Kansas City. so And he goes to a lot of Kansas City games. So... And he knows a lot of the Kansas City folks. So that's my theory. You have made more outland predictions before. So it could happen. Like what? What 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 have I predicted? I don't know. Don't put me on the spot. Let's move. <laughs> let's move on. Um all right. So let's talk about these games, Jenna, because Challenge Cup, cool, it's awesome. They won. Yay. But um I feel like the Orlando game was a lot more meaningful because it's NWSL season and it's what counts mostly. Um, So um, I did not watch the whole entire game. I just caught glimpses of it and that's when they scored the two goals. But Jenna, how did the team look? I got most of it. I missed just the beginning, but I got most of it. So they, it just looked so much better. Um, they were moving the ball through the midfield. Defense was good. I like Croy Soto. Um, I don't know who found her where uh, as an unsigned draftee. And I think I saw somewhere that she actually Orlando um, and they let her go. But she is doing really well with that back line, especially with ball gone. Uh, and Robinson is continuing each game to kind of progress. Um, there were less balls as they played out of the back that went um, awry or astray so that was good to see um so as a whole i think things just are flowing a lot better um i was wondering if the challenge cup was kind of a fluke but it seems like it was not merrick is getting in some really good tackles she's making me really nervous because a lot of those tackles are inside the box so far it's been um, uh, but she seems to be doing well. 
Uh, Mace got a little bit more freedom. She still dropped. But she yep. got a little bit more freedom to go up, which we saw pay off because she assisted both goals. Um, and so that, I think, was huge uh, to be able to have that. So Di Bernardo played really well for most of the game. And I think that was a big piece of that midfield being able to flow a little bit. Um, and I saw more of Labonta on the ball and in plays than I feel like just really struggled to get it through the midfield. So... Yeah, I think that was exciting um, to see that. And there were could have had that were um, could have upped the score a little bit too. So hopefully she can get settled in. And uh, there were a couple of times that Dabinia was looking for that pass or that through ball and um, it just didn't come. So there's still some pieces, I think, to, to come together. But as a whole, much better than we've seen. So. Yeah. And a win. 2-0. Yep. And a win. I don't think so, we did that against Orlando last year. No. <laughs> Not at all. Um, yeah. Is this the first time the current beat the Pride? I have not gone that far that detailed, so I'm not sure. Okay, maybe I should check my game notes for that at some point. Um, never mind. Ignore me. You didn't hear that here. Um... Yeah, just just a little bit. It's just good to see that this team still can win. This team hasn't, you know, they can still win. They haven't, they haven't fully lost. There's there's still hope for twenty twenty three. Oh yeah, um, for sure, for sure. And if they get more players off the injury list, so much better because you will definitely strengthen that lineup a lot more but like there, there's definitely some of these players that have like Soto and you know uh, Merrick stepped it up big time and yeah. you know young players but still these are the games that are going to build you up for the for the seasons for the rest of the season but um, yeah hoping that Kansas City gets back their players and um, they can the trend is up and they can move up up in the standings and make the playoffs and it's not over. It's not over. It's not over. This not is over. the first time that Casey has beat the Pride. Oh, Prior huh. to this, Orlando was unbeaten in their four all-time matches. Um, Orlando had won two and then they had tied two. Um, so last season they drew both games. So yeah, we follow the trend of losing two, then drawing two. This season we should win both, right? That's how that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Totally. Um. So yeah, so first win of the regular season. Last week they got their first win of twenty twenty three, and first Challenge Cup game, um, against the Houston Dash. So good week last week for the current. And hopefully they can keep up the momentum going into this Sunday, which they host um, Lynn Williams' team, New Jersey, New York, Gotham, on Sunday at 5 p.m. Gotham is 3-1. Lynn Williams has scored four goals, so it's like, yeah. Jenna, this this is going to be a, the, the Lynn Williams Cup. 
it so much. <laughs> yeah. Camille, oh. Camille, we, we got some questions about you letting Williams go. We can't you, more you questions. You got some explaining to do, Camille. Why did you let Lynn Williams go? Like, do you still think trading Williams was the biggest mistake the current could have done in the offseason? I say yes. Yes. Um, because Lynn has four goals, Cooper has zero. I know Cooper's going to grow. I know it. I know it. I know it. But it hurts right now. <laughs> and I'm totally like, yeah, totally forgetting Cooper on the Kansas City because, yes, she is going to grow into probably – we're going to look back and be like, oh, we should have believed in Cooper more. I mean, like, Cooper is going to be one of the NWSL stars, no doubt. I sure But, so. yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to justify the trade. But you let go of Lynn Williams. Like, that's just – Silly. Yep. And Part of me tries to justify it and like we let her go and now she's just on this complete tape despite everyone and we gave her this big chip on her shoulder and because of it she's going to rock the World Cup and you know it's going to be okay but hmm, I just don't like it. <laughs> and I think a lot, I mean Lynn Williams is incredibly underrated. And then you watch her play and what she can do, and you're like, why are people so dumb? Why don't they put more hope and believe in this player? Look what she's doing. And look what she's With- going to do on the national team. This World Cup. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. le- like, why? I don't know. That still bugs me. And it still bugs me. Three months later, it still bugs me that Kansas City traded Lynn Williams. I think that was just. It will forever bug me. I'm not going to let it go. <laughs> no. And I'm for Cooper. Let Get Cooper. But do not trade Lynn Williams. I will take that. I will die on else. That. Yeah. Like, I will die on that hill. Like, why did you let go, Lynn Williams? What were you thinking? <sighs> why did you ask the fans? Just kidding. Um. Anyway, That's we're fine. The game. <laughs> we're fine. We're totally fine. Fine. <laughs> fine. This but is yeah, why they want to talk to Camille. Time, yeah. Camille. Let's grab coffee. My favorite <laughs> coffee shop in Kansas City is Bested. Let's meet there. <laughs> She's probably like, oh, get away from me. Silly. Soccer lady. <laughs> What is that voice? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Oh, we need to wrap this. We do need to wrap this. I'm going to get in trouble and get my credentials revoked. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. That's um, my transition this time. <laughs> yeah, anyway, um, we should get Camille on this podcast. <laughs> You're not. Yeah, you won't. <laughs> General managers, I don't think, like to be on podcasts. Probably not. They probably have a few other things on their ch- <laughs> Oh, man. Um, my other hot take is that, yeah, if, if, if something transpires from that investigation with, uh, what can I think of her name? Feminist. Yes, thank you. Oh, I was like, oh. I also didn't want to 
misspelled, missaying her name. So if if that anything from that transpires, woof. That's gonna have to be on Camille, right? Yeah. Yeah. You gotta exactly. know and make sure yeah. that yeah. people mm-hmm. underneath of you are taking care of all the things. Yeah. Anyway. Let's leave Camille alone. She's had a rough, she's had a lot to do with the past week. <laughs> um, Camille, you're doing a great job. Keep it up. Um, <laughs> that, was Jenna. that was Jenna, not me. She's a fan. Boot her out. Boot her out. <laughs> she has no credentials. Don't boot me out. Uh, actually, she may apply for credentials. Don't prove them. <laughs> said all of those things i am happy in my fan seat it's true then i can um, say what i want <laughs> you can't say what you want um but yes um anyway um what else do we have um i think that's it jenna i don't have anything else yeah. go see the bats versus the current mm. um, Join the blue crew dress up as a nemesis of Batman. Um, so, <laughs> the best uh, Joker without props, because apparently they can't do that in the stadium. Wait, um, they're doing, real doing that? Yeah, for real. For real. Oh. I saw it on Twitter. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's awesome. It'll be I, great. Love the, I love the Blue Crew. The Blue Crew is awesome. Yes, they are awesome. Good work, Blue they Crew. Are. I also gonna... think that's really creative, and I love it. Yeah. What are you going to dress up as? Um, you know, I'll probably just continue to dress up as a Kansas City Current fan. There you go. There you go. I hate dressing up. This is not my thing. But all y'all that like to do it, you go for it. All right. There you go. Dress up as a Joker or... I don't know who, who are... other... Penguin? Okay. Catwoman? Sure. Uh, Green Goblin? Wow, you really know your superheroes. Good work, or villains, I guess. Thanos. Thanos. Is Um, not in the same. Oh, wait, that's Marvel. Yeah, I know. Okay. I know that much. Cut your losses. You did great. Those were great ones. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so. Thanos is not DC, he's Marvel, and he is an Avenger. In the yep. Avengers. He's fighting. not an Avenger. He's not an Avenger. He fights the Avengers. Yeah, he's a bad guy. He's a bad guy. <laughs> oh, I I do have a story about Thanos. Um, I... <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I was watching um, one of the Avengers movies with... Um, with the kids that I used to babysit, he was like five at the time, and we we're watching it. And I said, "Go Thanos!" And he's just like, "What?" And then I had like <laughs> two, like a five-year-old and a seven-year-old beating me up. It was, it was great. Do not say Thanos. You deserved it. Yeah, I did. I did. I, I got I got beat up first cheering for Thanos. Do not cheer for Thanos. Lesson learned. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that valuable life lesson. <laughs> You're welcome. So if you get anything from this episode, do not cheer for Thanos. Do not trade Lynn Williams either. That is That's the teal. That is the teal. Thanks for listening.